G'day, this is Andy from the Four Wheel Drive Tribe podcast. And uh, I just thought I'd, in this issue, I'd give a quick update. Oh, a couple of things. First of all, um, I did that trip report with the off-road tradies and whatever on the mystery tour. And that was something totally different that I'd done. And I was quite interested in that by splitting it into part one and part two. And I sort of thought, I wonder how it'll go down because I'll be able to tell by how many people listen to episode one and then listen to episode two. Because if they don't like episode one, they're not going to listen to episode two. But I will just say, for those of you that, and it seemed to be the case, by the way, um, but I will say to you that um, have listened to one and thought, maybe I don't want to go to two. But if you've got any interest in Googs track, um, that's the one where there's a fair bit of info about Googs track on that. So... If you're interested in that, um, episode two is probably the one to get that, but you please yourself. Um, anyway, well, I've just recently done a trip and from basically Port Augusta through to Maree, Maree to Birdsville, Birdsville, Batuta, Batuta back to Birdsville, Birdsville to Badori, Badori to Bolia. So I just thought I'd give you an update on road conditions because we learned a fair bit. There was stuff that we were asking questions people couldn't tell us and, um, Anyway, so we've just gotten back from that trip, so I thought best thing I'd do is put down some thoughts um, as soon as I can, and because that'll be because it'll be relevant for the road. So look, this is probably not going to be that relevant in the near future, but it's relevant as of say around oh, the tenth, tenth of twelfth, tenth of fourteenth of July, and uh, and like I said, we've just got home, so I'll get it down straight away. Um, just sitting out in the backyard here and listening to a bit of nature, but. Um, Birdsville track. So what did we think? Well, we we towed some vans up there, and um, it was. I would have said. Well, both of us thought it was really good. Like it's it's the Birdsville track. It's it's going to be a dirt road, and it can be a nasty dirt road at times. They've had they've had a fair bit of rain, but that's well and truly gone. Most of it has dried up. There are some water hole water sitting in some depressions uh, as you get towards Mungarani from Maree um, so that's towards that end there's probably more than anywhere else but they'll probably be dry you know if you listen to this by the time you drove up there they'd probably be dry the road was we sat on probably 60 to 80 k's I suppose um, and found it just quite easy it's there's some sections that typical typical Birdsville track are just stony the road underneath is good condition, but it's just layered with thick layer of sharp, shaly, gnarly rocks. They're not nice round ones like you'll find on a um, on a, a limestone road. We tend to get those little white white round ones. These are black and sharp, and yeah, do all sorts of horrible things. Um, and and for those, I don't know. You could back it down to whatever. I'm not going to tell you how to dri- how you should drive the Birdsville track. You'll work that out um, as you go there. But we found it. We both rated it really good. As far as the, the tra- I've been on it, and it's been quite a bit worse. So it's at the moment, or in in early July, mid July, it's in. Uh, sorry, what are we in June? Um, it's in good condition. So early June. So um, yeah. So for the big red bash, who knows? Like it depends how much traffic. And there's not a lot of traffic up and around this way at all. When we got through to towards Birdsville, you'd see where there'd been a lot of rain impact on the road, but it was as smooth as it was absolutely lovely. So there were sections of the road that were really good. The only sections I reckon are bad are, are like those those thick rocky ones. 
Um, there's some baby corrugations. Like there was, there were nothing to even uh, concern yourself with on this trip that we thought. However, I do reckon with a lot more traffic on the track that they're probably going to grow from baby ones to adult ones. So I got, I wouldn't mind betting that by the end of the bash with the amount of traffic on there, that that's probably going to be a different story to what I'm telling you now. Um, but yeah, we rated that. We rated the track. We thought it was really good. If you could jump in your car and go up now, this is when I'd say go and do it. It was um, the sooner the better. Um, Birdsville was quiet as, really quiet. Probably, oh, I don't know, 20 people, 20, 30 people. I don't think there were 30 in the caravan park. 20. Pub was as quiet as. Town was as quiet as. Uh, down on the common, I think there were like two two caravans parked up um it was I've, I've been to birdsville a few times i've never seen it so quiet and i guess i put that down to air creek and to the flooding so that um you know people are not crossing so they're just not coming through but geez it was quiet you know it, it must be hurting the hurting the pub and the bakery and all the rest of it and the caravan park the, the local businesses they're all gearing up for the bash of course but um but yeah right now it's it's been and parson we hardly saw I don't know, I only saw a few cars on the Birdsville track. Um, Birdsville was really quiet. So we decided, we didn't know, we asked around, couldn't really get definitive answer on road condition out to Batuta. So we left the caravans at, at Birdsville, drove out the 168 k's out to Batuta, um, just out to the pub and had a bit of a look. Well, that road, I think that's what you would measure any dirt roads you ever travel on in Australia because that was A+. plus. That's about as good as anyone is ever going to maintain a bush road, an outback road, I think. The guys that are uh, that are doing the maintenance on that road, mate, hat off to them, that was absolutely superb. You would have called that a dirt highway. That's um, absolutely brilliant. Once again, I don't know what it'll be like after the bash because it's going to get a lot of traffic because they get a lot of people at Batuta. Um Interesting thing about Batuta, we said, he said, they always ring up and say, oh, can we book a site? He says, no, you can't. Well, you can't book a site because the only thing they've got to sell you is a pad site just around the back of the pub. But the thing is, they've got 4,000 acres of common and you're allowed to camp anywhere on on the common, which is 4,000 acres around the pub. So you can please yourself where you pretty much pull up, it seems. Uh, But they were really nice. People at the pub were fantastic. We had a few beers and had uh, sat around and had lunch out on the common and and we drove back so it was a beautiful day out the drive the scenery is spectacular I, I don't know what it'll be like when you go through but the green from the diamantina that's recently flowed is absolutely mind-blowing like not spectacular way above that mind-blowing for out here you can be looking over one swale and it's just dry desert you come over the top of a sand hill and that's obviously where the diamantina flowed through and it's like the garden of eden it is such a transition so superb but batuta well worth a visit if we'd have known we'd have taken our vans out there and then we'd cut up through the winton road and gone up to Badori that way but once again we didn't know but now we do and i'm telling you that actually if you're thinking about it, that's either to come from Winton or to go out to Badori from Birdsville, probably well worth it. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I can't say what the road will be like when you do it, but it was probably the best outback road you're ever going to get when I did it. Um, so that's that bit there. We then went on from Birdsville up to Badori. Now, 
the road is cut on the bitumen road is cut between Bedouri and, and Birdsville and this is the key like on HEMA maps it still shows that there's sections of dirt on there but there's not it's bitumen well oh, hang on there's a caveat to that I'll just tell you you can go from Birdsville all the way up to Lake Makati and that's a bypass and then you've got to go around the bypass and uh, the bypass is, is if you were able to go straight on the bitumen which you're not it's about 70 something k's to Bedouri but if you go around the Lake Makati bypass, I think it's about double that. Anyway, so we've had to go around the Lake Makati bypass. That's dirt road also. Now, condition of that was pretty good. There were some corrugated, uh, corrugated sections, mainly around corners and stuff. But and that's they were more towards up towards the Bedouri end. But the road, the scenery, like you can just see glimpses of this Lake Makati is a monster and it's got water. The tra- I was hoping there would be a lookout somewhere on that track that you could get out and get a bit of a look at this, this lake, but there wasn't, unfortunately. Um, so we just drove on. Once again, corrugations on that, they're not, they weren't, well, they were a little bit, they were bigger than the Birdsville track. There you go. They were starting to grow already. So I suspect by the end of the bash, they will be full-formed adult corrugations. Um, so just be aware of that. But most of the road, once again, like the outback roads seem to be up around this this southwestern corner of Queensland, seem to be extremely well-maintained, in good nick right now anyway. Um, that Lake Makati drive was, was absolutely bloody beautiful. And um, anyway, so we've got around there. And then as you come out, you then hit the uh, the Winton to Bedouri Road, and it pretty much turns to Bitumen, not far off of that. So then you're on the Bitumen all the way into Bedouri. If you do want a campsite, um, there's one I can just tell you about, is as you go towards Bedouri, you'll go to a, you'll be driving on that road from Lake Makati, you'll hit a T-junction, just turn right towards Bedouri, and then not far up that road, there's a creek called um, King King Creek, and uh, there's a good campsite just on the south side of that. So good campsite. We camped in there. Beautiful. Woke up, spectacular sunsets and bird life and everything was really nice. Um, about 20 k's then straight up the bitumen into Bedouri. So that's the key. So it's bitumen from Birdsville to, to the Lake Makati turn off. When they get the road open, it'll be bitumen all the way to Bedouri. Um, and then from Bedouri, uh, went in there, had a look around. Actually, that's something. And you've got to go into the tourist office, get a sticker or do whatever. But also they've got Bedouri ovens in there. So if you've ever been thinking about buying a Bedouri oven, that's probably a good place to get it because it's not just any old Bedouri oven, but it's actually a Bedouri oven from Bedouri where they were invented. So it's got a bit of a story to tell, not like one that's just got bought in a camping shop. Um, so that's pretty good. Got a super, uh, super good service station there and a really good air up facility um, at, at Bedouri. Uh, so that's all really good. There's no coffee. The coffee machine, for those that are into it, the coffee is a, you know, pay a couple of bucks and hit the button at the, at the servo. The pub does have a full-blown coffee machine, which the girl was telling us in Big Bash time, they're lined up out the door in the morning because they open at eight o'clock running the coffee machine but the pub's interesting she's definitely a well and truly uh, well and truly bush pub as was Batuta both superb you need to call into that have a beer at all of them um from uh, from Bedouri the road is really good it's 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 a, a narrow-ish 
I, don't, I wouldn't call it narrow because there's room for two cars to pass or two caravans on, on 98% of the road. Um, two caravans to pass without any problem. It's not much wider than that, but it's wide enough for that. Um, a good road, once again, spectacular scenery. Some of the some of the country that you drive through to go from like to Birdsville out to Batuta and then from, um, oh, look, I loved it going up from... Um, from Birdsville up around Lake Makati to, to Bedori and then and further on. Just superb country, just big open outback skies. Um, and so we've got there to uh, to uh, Boulia, sorry. So from Bedori on to Boulia, I keep getting the bees all, all bummed up. Um, so we've gone from Bedori to Boulia and uh, and we called into Boulia and yeah, fantastic little town. But that's that's an update on the road. So if you're coming from this way, it's basically bitumen all the way, Boulia to Bedori. Then you've got your Lake Makati, then bitumen all the way down to Birdsville. Then it's dirt if you want to go out to Batuta, out to Winton. Um, and then of course it's dirt down the, down the, the Birdsville track. But all of the roads right now, you know, if you work on that around the 12th, 12th of June, uh, I would call them in pretty well superb condition. They're outback roads, so I'm basing it on what I what I expect from an outback road. I don't know what you expect, but that's what I do. One of the things we did we did we did learn what was really interesting was we went out for sunset on Big Red while we we're in Birdsville, and there were three cars came around Big Red. They went straight straight over the sand hill and then came around the front of Big Red. Um, and they were heading out into the desert out for a couple of days. And uh, anyway, so they've stopped at the bottom, had a bit of a conflab about what they were going to do, jumped back in their cars and then headed towards a sand hill. The first sand hill, anyway, it's a pretty big sand hill if you know it. And um, first bloke, he's jumped in his car. He had a dual cab tow and a small camper trailer and he's got up there, no dramas. The second one in a, I think it was a Jeep, small camper trailer, Halfway up, boom. And you could hear sort of trying to go through the gears and then down through the gears and would come to a stop. And then over the radio, we were listening, there was a bit of banter about, well, you better let down another five. So go back down, have another go, get another 10 metres up or five metres up and, and bog it again. Better let it go another five. So I don't know what they started with, but in the end, the conversation said, well, you better let them down to 15. So the the deal was to let the camper trailer and the and the, all the tyres down to 15 and uh, and and just select a gear. Now I don't know about you, but one thing I've found is that if you want to go through sand or something that's difficult, is just to try and work out your 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 peak power or your peak torque in your motor. And it could be a petrol or a diesel. You need to work out where it is in yours. But it's usually select a gear, and and quite often it it, it averages out that it's often low range second gear and you jam your your right foot into the sidewall so your foot doesn't bounce up and down on the accelerator and you just keep it in that power brand so if it's like 2000 to 2200 well you just keep the revs you know try and keep them at 2100 in low range second and just drive the car up without trying to change gears on any slopes or any boggy stuff anyway eventually that's what happened and the jeep got up over once they'd done that the next one was an mux and uh, I don't know what went on there because for some reason he hadn't let his tyres down to 15. So he had a go. Nah, no good. Back down. Then had another go. Nah, no good. And then the banter came over. Well, I better let him down to 15. So once again, let him down to 15 and selected it. And he was in automatic and was trying to drive it in drive. And then and the guy that was with him must have been a bit experienced. And he was trying to say, no, you need to select a gear and just stick in that gear and get up there. Anyway, sure enough. 
when they let their tyres down, selected that gear, they all got up and, and got over. But it was a good indication. And like I said, if you did listen to the to the second part of the podcast with the, the mystery tour, you'll know I talked about Luke with his trailer on Goog's track. And the first thing he did before we even attempt hit any, any um, sand hills was let the car down and the trailer down to 15 all round and he just drove over everything he never he didn't spin his wheels the whole trip um they're not as big and 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 whatever as the simpson but it just goes to show that tire pressure you know and selecting the right gear is key so it was a really interesting exercise to actually watch it in practice how it unfolded and how what 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 it took to get success up that hill so um so that's the story so yeah i'm home unfortunately and um but ain't good luck if you go into the bash the site looks it's all level it looks uh well good looks superb the road out to out to big red is all um is all bitumen now that when i last time i went out there was a bit of dirt but there's not anymore it's bitumen all the way to the sand hill um so yeah that's pretty cool so no doubt uh, i wish you luck if you're going up there and good luck if you're going to cross the simpson um when it opens as i look for me it wouldn't bother me i'd go out to mount dare and then zigzag all of all through 80 percent of the simpson anyway you've got all the all the tracks out there i wouldn't hold my trip up um but if you if you're desperate to cross it well good luck to you when you do and no doubt birdsville will be pumping then but that's my uh, that's my update on on the roads and uh, anyway hope you're well hope to see you on the road and uh, catch you soon